Hello, and welcome back to another week of Interactive Fiction, The Lost Tapes. This week, we have an old friend and one of my favorite people, Drew Joseph Allen. He's a filmmaker, musician, actor, and one of the funniest people that I've ever met. Drew has a YouTube channel with his brother Alex called Narrative Imperative, a filmmaking group that I've worked with on several projects. He's also part of an indie rock band called The Taylor Machine that has three fantastic albums. This is maybe one of my favorite podcasts I've ever made. It's so funny. I found myself laughing just during the editing process. Be sure to check out The Taylor Machine's latest album, After Dinner Conversation, wherever you listen to music, and subscribe to Narrative Imperative on YouTube and TikTok to see short films, web series, and sketch comedy. And you'll also be able to see Drew and Tidy Whitey's in, like, a concerning amount of videos. Anyway, enjoy the show. Tall waves crash over your small boat as dark storm clouds rush by overhead. Suddenly, a wave lifts you into the air and throws you onto an empty beach. You have just been shipwrecked on Lost Island, where the mysterious Dr. Lamprey rules a strange underwater world. Will you free the mermaid in a glass cage? What is the secret of Dr. Lamprey's power? And do you dare trust a talking squid? And a squid comes out and he says, Guys, if we can't live together, we're going to die alone. And then he inks himself. Oh my god. Hey everybody, welcome to And I'm joined by a very special guest tonight. <laughs> hey guys. Hello, it's me, Drew Allen. I was on here another time. It's pretty fun. I swear we're not high. Nope. <laughs> I promise. Nope. This is just the, the April Fool's episode, so everything has to be kind of weird. It's gotta be a little weird. Alright, so this week we're reading, uh, <laughs> it, it, along with the theme of um, Fools in April. Uh, we are reading a book about fools in April. Okay. Uh, on the sea. Uh, this is actually a twist a plot book. Um, oh, so this is not. This is not a traditional <laughs> adventure. This is actually a series that um, I don't know if it was started by R.L. Stein, but he definitely wrote several in the series. Hmm. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this was before Give Yourself Goosebumps. Those are the best. Those are the best ones. Which we will not do on the show. That's unfortunate. Well, you know, somebody already does that. Oh, really? Yeah, you ever listen to Goosebuds? No. Great show. Really funny. And they just do all those books? Well, they do Goosebumps reviews. Okay. And occasionally they'll do a Give Yourself Goosebumps, and I don't want to, I don't want to, like, step on their toes. I don't want to ape that, yeah. And they're, like, my fucking favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I love that podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to do that. Um, but anyway, uh, twist the plot, man. Here we go. This one is Secret of uh, the Lost Island by Lynn Beach. And, uh... The person's last name is Beach? Yes. How fitting. Definitely a pun. Yes. Definitely not a real name. Nah. Um, and the secret of the Lost Island is, they're all in purgatory. Spoilers for a show that's been over for a while. Oh, no! I just ruined it. Uh, yeah, I knew that. I never actually dumb. finished the show, that I just is, assumed. Did anyone finish that? Probably. I guess they were probably all mad. Hurley did. He finished the show. Hurley was a He was on it. Remember he was, that was a Weezer album? Yes! good! Why? It's bad. Oh my god. New Weezer is good though. Yeah? Yeah. Have you listened to the White Album? The White Album's good. Oh yeah? Yeah. I've been meaning to check it out, but I haven't had a chance. Uh, so. 
Lost Island. Yeah, let's get back to Secrets that. Secrets of the Lost Island. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm I'm real uh, I'm real ADD tonight. This is gonna be a fun one. You. All right, uh, are you ready to start? Secrets yeah. of the Lost Island. Let's do this. Well, before we do it, I need you to describe the cover to me out of context. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's Secrets. Of the Lost Island. Yes, I said it singularly. Okay. I and I was gonna cover that up for the rest of the uh, this episode, but you really outed me there. Yeah, so. sorry. Preach. Sucks for you. Yeah. Uh, there's 20 innings, and the cover has. I meant like what? What is like? What's the picture? What's what's happening in the picture? Um, oh, there's 20 innings. There's an ISBN number here. Right. Yeah. It looks like it says twist the plot number 16. Uh, let me read you the Scholastic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the picture has like a pirate ship in the corner. Uh huh. Uh, some woman who I believe is a mermaid. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, a bald man mm. who's just standing there. Is he Asian? It doesn't look like it. When I see that book from afar, he looks like a real racist, like Doctor Zen. I can see that as a like a character, and this just looks like Kevin Arnold. Right. It just looks like young Kevin Arnold. Or maybe like um. Yeah, yeah, basically exactly. That. And then I, I was about to say, or you know, Fred Savage. And then, <laughs> what a the fucking idiot! <laughs> and then there's some weird. I literally was about to shit. do that. I wish you had said that. There's a bunch of gone, shit. That's the same person. I don't know what the circles are, but they look like that's their squid tentacles. Seaweed? Oh, okay. See, they're attached to a giant squidman. Squid, squidman. All right, so you are Fred Savage. Okay, please uh, read me a story, Grandpa. <laughs> From that one movie that he was in. This is weird. Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Yeah. It's still weird. Reading the story, Grandpa. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Peter Falk. Oh, yes, good. I'm going to do the rest of this as Peter Falk. Please don't. Uh, Paul waves are crashing all around. Drenching you with wet spray. <laughs> it was a kissing. There's wet spray. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> all right. I'm 12. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, tall waves are crashing all around, drenching you with wet spray. You hear the first rumble of thunder from a storm. The little cruiser, Louise, is tossing and jumping. You carefully make your way to the cabin, where your Uncle Dave is trying desperately to turn the boat to shore. We'll never make it, he's Peter Falk. Okay. He shouts, I've got to head to that island. It's very, very nonplussed about no, the whole thing. Yeah. Only a few hours ago, the day was bright and calm. You were glad to help your uncle on this boating trip. You know it means a lot to him. So you came on the sloop, John B., your <laughs> uncle and you. I thought that was part of it for like one second. <laughs> um, several weeks ago, his wife, your Aunt Louise, disappeared while swimming in these same waters. Now every weekend, Dave takes his boat to look for Louise. He thinks that she may be on one of the many deserted islands in the bay. Everyone else has given up hope, even the Coast Guard, who searched for days. You think that they are probably right. She's probably fucking dead. <laughs> you still want to help Dave, even if there's a slight chance he may be alive. She may be alive. <laughs> but now, both you and Dave are in serious trouble. Shit. Water is everywhere. Wow. No fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're on the ocean. <laughs> Water is everywhere. The boat is tilting at a crazy angle. You run back on deck. Up ahead are jagged rocks on the shore of the island. The waves are pushing you closer and closer. What should you do? Should you hold on to the boat, or will your chances be better if you try swimming for the island? What? Decide now, before the waves decide for you. Uh, 
I would never jump out of the boat. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Stay <laughs> on the boat. Stay on the boat. The fuck would you swim? All right, so hold on to the boat. Yeah. Um, Watch this, he'll get me killed. Probably. The lightning know. strikes the boat and you fry instantly. <laughs> Why would you fucking stay on the boat, you idiot? The boat turns out to be a child molester. <laughs> you holding on to it only makes it harder. <laughs> Kevin Savage is very worried. Kevin Savage? Wait, what? Fred, Fred Savage? Kevin Arnold. I, I mixed I just found movie. out the other day that he is on Always Sunny. He directed a lot of Oh, yes, he did. Sunny, yeah, he directs a know. lot of TV. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Does good work. Young Kevin Savage. <laughs> <laughs> young Kevin Savage does some great work. He's yeah. still young. Yes, yeah. yes. He, he's actually still a 12-year-old. He's credited as Young Kevin young Savage. Young Kevin Savage, yeah. yeah. That'd be a good stage name. You decide to stay with the boat. That'd be a good band name. True. Young, Young Kevin Savage. <laughs> oh my god! This is basically totally wrong, too. Yeah, it's completely Brent wrong. Savage. Yes. Nobody fucking knows. Nobody. Every, but it's Kevin Arnold. That's why. I yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know. But people are like, "Who the fuck is Kevin? Who's Kevin Savage? And why is why he young?" <laughs> Glad we went to the same oh train Anyway, the boat, let's go back. <laughs> you decide to stay with the boat, but a wave suddenly lifts you and throws you onto the beach. You land with a thud on the cool, wet sand. In another minute, Dave, still in the boat, comes crashing onto the rocks near the island. He jumps out of the boat and stumbles toward you. Both of you are shaken up, but not hurt. The storm is now over, and you can see what is left of the boat washing ashore. We'd better make camp. Dave tells you. I'm just dropping the Peter Falk. That's fine. It's too much work. Uh, we better make camp, Dave tells you. Luckily, most of the supplies are in waterproof containers, but the radio is broken. I'll try to fix it in the morning. Is there any other exposition you'd like before I go do my business? <laughs> yes, please. Just lay it on thick. <laughs> Later, sitting around a cozy fire, your clothing dried out, you both feel better. This bay is known for danger. Uncle Dave tells you. Sudden storms are common. For the past hundred years, many boats have disappeared around here. We were lucky. Why would you go here? Why would you take a child? Yeah, what is wrong Why with you, Why would you Dave? take young Kevin Savage? <laughs> I'm so young. And Kevin and Savage. I'm making a t-shirt out of that. Yes. I'm draw like a weird drawing of Fred Savage. Oh, yeah, like a Malgan. Oh, I want this so bad now. Yeah, young Kevin Savage. <laughs> He's got on sunglasses. Someone fund this, please. Purple, Texas Chrome. Oh my god, it's perfect. Yeah. We're making this. Yeah, it's definitely. happening, yeah. See, I lost my place. <laughs> uh, uncle Dave was being a terrible uncle. Yes, okay. <clears throat> he looks sad, and you know he's remembering Aunt Louise, who was not so lucky. You decide to change the subject. Where do you think we are? You ask. Wow. Dave hesitates. Yeah, that's the voice I'm going with. <laughs> I think we may be on Lost Island, he says with a worried look on his face. We may never get off, because, uh, honestly, we set up a whole lot here, and I feel like there's way too many threads to, to tie off. Yeah, yeah. So, it's going to be a problem. Probably going to die here. <laughs> In spite of the warmth of the fire, you feel a chill. Wasn't there an explosion on that island several years ago, you ask? Yes, says Dave. And there were rumors of all sorts of weird things going on there. The island was owned by a Dr. Lamprey. He was a very rich, very mysterious scientist, played... By Marlon Brando. <laughs> it was reported that he performed inhuman experiments. Animals were said to cringe or run away at the sight of him. After the explosion, he was never seen or heard from again. Do you think any of the stories were true? You ask. Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
While it's true that there was a gigantic explosion on the island, Louise and I saw the glow from the blast all the way on the mainland, says Dave. And there was a Dr. Lamprey who lived there, but I don't think we'll meet any ghosts or talking sea creatures. <laughs> you're, you're gonna meet some ghosts That's talking sea creatures. Now. He smiles reassuringly, but his face is still concerned. You fall asleep and dream of mermaids. <laughs> what happens when you wake up? That all depends on how soundly you sleep. Your next fucking choice in this book is if you're an insomniac who finds it very difficult to sleep through the night, turn to page 49. If you're a sound sleeper, turn to page 18. If you're a light sleeper who wakes at every sound, turn to page 15. The next choice in this book is going to be like, you know, uh, do you get captured by Marlon Brando's monsters? That all depends on how gay you are. <laughs> if you choose to be gay, turn to page 69. If you were born that way. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I guess I sleep nat regularly. Because you choose that. Because I chose That's that. That's a real yes. choice. Yep, that is my choice. All right, so you're a, you're, you're a sound sleeper? Yeah. All right, man. Going back. We are going reversed. This doesn't sound good. Yeah. The next morning, you and Dave get up early and explore the island. Oh, okay. And each other. Whoa. You walk towards a small <laughs> mountain. I'm sorry. I just can't help it. Uh, Dave is pretty terrible. So. Yep, yep. Dave. It's just such a bad name. Yeah. And also, also, let me let me just like put this out there. Uh, I knew a pedophile named Dave. Yikes. Yeah. Well, okay. That's yeah. that he, is now I, he Dave. Gave, he gave me some comics when I was a kid. Oh. He was like part of our family and he's not anymore. Yeah. Because he's a pedophile. Because, yeah. And um, he gave me some comics and I, I sold all of them when I found <laughs> out. Because I was like, oh, not keeping these. Nope. He never touched me. Let's just, let's <laughs> let's just air just that. that out. <laughs> never happened. But I, I assume that all Dave's are pedophiles now. Yeah, that's fine. Dave Thomas, I can't go to Wendy's anymore. I can't put that fresh, never frozen meat in my mouth anymore, man. But you can because we did recently. Shush! <laughs> I'm doing a bit. You enjoyed that meat, I knew it. <laughs> Dave's meat. The hamburger meat, I mean. <clears throat> Sorry, I just uh, had like something caught in my throat. I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, you explore the mountain. <clears throat> you walk toward the small mountain at the center. At the top of the mountain, you see an opening to a cave. You decide to go inside. It's cold and dark in the cave. Your flashlights only make the gloom a little brighter. Somewhere far off, you hear water dripping. At one end of the narrow cave, you spot a large passage that seems to lead to another room. The back of the cave is an opening, barely big enough to crawl through. Now you notice something on the rocks just ahead of you. Come here, you call to Uncle Dave. There's something written on the walls. I'm just going to make this slightly nest, like different every single time. <laughs> the two of you look at the strange writing. I've never seen anything like this, Dave says. I don't know what it means, but I can guess what that means. He points at the symbol above the writing. The symbol above the writing is this, and that is a Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Clearly. Yes. <clears throat> Sonic in spin mode. Yeah. Spin mode. Spin mode. He's a robot. Name. Yes. Robot Hedgehog. It could be Robot Sonic. That was the thing. It's not called Robot Sonic. Robo Sonic? No. Robo Hedgehog? Fuck you. Sonbot? I fucking hate you. <laughs> what was his name? Okay, well, the first one in Sonic 2 was Silver Sonic. What? Yeah. And then there's Mecha Sonic in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Mecha Sonic. And then there's Metal Sonic in Sonic CD. Shit, okay. Yeah, they're all different. I don't know which one I'm thinking of, but there was a cool one. I don't know if he's actually book. called Mecha Sonic in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but that design was used pretty... 
pretty heavily. Yeah. It was a heavy influence in the comic. Okay. Uh, when they actually had a Mecha Sonic. The comic is the one I remember. Yeah, the comic yeah. had Mecha Sonic, and that design is very similar and reminiscent of the Sonic 3 and Knuckles Sonic. So I always called it Mecha Sonic. Okay. But there's Silver Sonic, Metal Sonic, and then a third one from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, but anyway, we've got to per- turn to page 90. This is not the time for my shenanigans. Sorry. About Sonic. About RoboSonic. You're right. It's fucking... Right. Stop. Sonbot. Sonbot's oh, no, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you have to stand on your tiptoes to see the symbol. That's a drawing of a long eel-like creature with a large round mouth. That was not what that was. Nope. That Absolutely was not. Not what that, that was. at all. The mouth is lined with sharp pointed teeth. I guess that's what that sonic was. Okay. <laughs> Those were inward spikes. Yeah, okay. Not outward. Uh, you shiver in spite of yourself. What is it? You say. It's a drawing of a lamprey, replies your uncle, sounding grim. <laughs> I read that real wrong. <laughs> I'm sure this is the Lost Island. <laughs> After a moment, he speaks again, without referencing the fact that a lamprey is on the wall, and also there's a Dr. Lamprey legend. Probably not related. No. After a moment, he speaks again. Come on, he says. Let's see what's in the next room. <laughs> he walks through the large opening. You're about to follow him when you trip on a loose stone. Your flashlight goes flying to the narrow hole in the back of the cave. Shit. Come quick, calls Dave. You won't believe what's in here. There's so many, so many yeah, jokes here. Just, just so many. So dark, many Dave dark drip, jokes. Dark dripping caves. <laughs> small holes where your flashlight goes. Come in here. <laughs> Come here. You won't believe it. Oh, God. Now you face a problem. Should you follow Dave or should you crawl through the small opening first to get your flashlight? Why would I ever? I'm going to lose so many listeners. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to follow Dave. Are you? Okay. Why, why would I go through the hole and get my flashlight? I don't know, man. Get me killed. Follow Dave, I guess. I'm gonna follow Dave, and he'll he'll just be like, and then Dave touched you. Oh God. And the book ends. This is great. This is just the best. Um, that fish has another fish as a penis. Wow. That fish has another fish as a as a penis. Yeah. What is? I have no idea what the fuck's happening. Okay. Well, this will be good. Alrighty. You follow David to the next room. I lost my flashlight, you say. Luckily, there's another one at camp, says Dave. But look at this. You look at where he's pointing, and you forget all about your flashlight. This room is much larger than the other one. Along the back wall, there are dozens of stone sculptures of sea creatures. One is a penis of a fish that is also a fish. (laughs) Attached to a fish with legs standing up. Wow. He's a manfish with a fish penis. Fish pee. Fish pee. Um, There are giant... Fish of every sort, their stone fins curving eerily into the air. There's a shark, a huge ray, and many fish you do not recognize. There is even a mermaid with long, curly stone hair. What do you suppose, mateys? You ask in a whisper. I don't know how to do that voice in a whisper. Yeah. Uh, there's no way to know, says Dave. It says, like, there's a little signature at the bottom here, but I'm pretty sure there's just no way to know. It's just like, I have no idea what it says. Michelangelo. <laughs> The turtle. The turtle. He definitely did these. (laughs) Dr. Lamprey was said to be an artist. These are beautiful. I'm going to photograph them. He's so matter of fact. That is, yeah. He's just like, now I'm going to do this. Luckily, there is another flashlight. Look at this place. Look over here. I am Mr. Exposition. Draw your eye, man. (laughs) Because you can't do that for yourself. Yeah, seriously. What is wrong with you, Dave? Uh, He hands you a flashlight while he gets the camera ready. Suddenly, there's an ominous rumbling sound. 
Bits of stone start to fall to the floor of the cave. It's a cave-in, Dave shouts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cave-in. Quick, go to the back the way we came. Uh, page 37. Turn to another page, it says. Doesn't give us a choice here. Okay. Your uncle is choking from the dust and can't see as well as you can. He starts to move back to the opening, but you can see that the rocks are falling faster there. You think it may be safer by the statues. Quick, make a decision. If you think it's safer to try and get out of the cave, follow Uncle Dave and turn to page 43. If you think it's safer to stand by the statues, grab your uncle's arm and pull him with you. And then turn to page 50. Shit. What do you think, man? Hmm. In the cave? Out of the cave. Bad. Plato's allegory of the cave? Or robber's cave? Both. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like in this situation... Well, he's ahead of you, so he'd probably die first if you, if you followed him. Yeah, but if he dies, I'm probably going to die. Sure. Uh, Why would it be saved by the statues, though? Yeah, I don't know. I list, Yeah, I'd follow him. Yeah, and hopefully my character's not dumb and like makes him go faster. Okay, good, good. I like this. You and Dave run for the entrance of the cave. The rubble from the falling rocks makes it impossible to see. The ominous rumbling is growing louder and louder. You make it through the opening into the first room of the cave. You almost make it to the cave entrance. God damn it. But the cave-in has now become too big to stop, and you realize the whole mountain is about to fall on you and your uncle. The last thing you hear before you hear no more is an evil chuckling and you realize that the doctor's stories of the lamprey man were perhaps true after all fuck you the end lamprey i knew i was gonna fucking die Ugh. what does this laugh sound like to you in your brain uh wario <laughs> <laughs> or waluigi <laughs> this is the most irritating person god you know like i like wario because it's like a fucking like portmanteau of war and mario well yeah right so it sounds like evil it, wario. well i think wa wa i know wa means evil in japan yeah well, I mean, but like when i first thing. saw that yeah. i was like waluigi that's terrible waluigi's awful yeah, yeah. Like, Wario works on, like, a lot of different levels. Yeah. Waluigi doesn't. No. It's just, Japanese word for evil put on front of Italian name. It's great. Yeah. It's not. Played by Jean Leguizamo. Yes. In the best movie ever. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Incorrect. I will argue that with you forever. You will continue to do so by it's, yourself. It's the best movie it's in not. history. You're the worst person. <laughs> Robosonic. Hey, man. Glug, glug, glug. What? In the movie, they clasp hands and they go, glug, 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 glug! Why? God, that movie's so dumb. Strap your belt on, kid. We're going in. (laughs) That's my Bob Hoskins. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's dead, you know. Is he? Yeah. Oh, man. It's that time. I was just watching Roger Rabbit the other night. That makes me sad. It's a good movie. Yeah. The opening cartoon is the best part. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. There's like, like, I was just like looking at it the other night and seeing like the perspective work they do in it is amazing. Uh, insane amount of detail. Yeah. And completely unnecessary. Like, part of it is when they're, like, panning over and you <laughs> see, like, Roger Rabbit come into perspective and, then, like, you see part of his head and then his feet come in perspective and then it's just his feet. And it's like, why did you... Why? detail. <laughs> it's amazing. There was a Roger Rabbit cartoon that played at the front of uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Really? That we... That's... I didn't like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when I was a kid. Right. So I would put the tape in 
watch the Roger Rabbit cartoon and take it out. Like, and that part's just like real worn down. Yes, the beginning right. is like ruined, and then the move, the rest of the movie's like this has never been watched. It's like the movie with like a nude scene, and that part of the movie is just <laughs> worn down. Really this really this one's this like I really want to watch Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that safe in your face. Do it. This is disgusting. This is gross. Yeah. This episode. This is gonna it's gonna tank be great. Nah, it's gonna get you a million viewers. Okay, maybe so not the ones you want, but now you're gonna pull on your uncle's arm. Yeah, we're gonna go back to the thing. I'm probably it's gonna die here too. It's not a sore. I'm pulling on my uncle's pee. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it's right on the nose, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you and your uncle Dave huddle beneath the stone statues as the roof of the cave begins to fall in. To the noise of the falling rubble, you hear an evil chuckling. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe it's only your imagination. You hope so. The stones are falling thicker and faster. You hear a loud crack and watch as the mermaid's tail breaks off and bounces off the stone walls. Through the thick stone dust, you can hear a crack appear in the floor of the cave. You can see a crack appear in the floor of the cave because you don't hear cracks. <laughs> uh, Uncle Dave, you call. Watch out! <laughs> what is wrong with me? But before you can finish your warning, the floor of the cave collapses. You lose sight of your uncle. You feel yourself falling through the air, and you think, if only I had asked out Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> Young Kim Savage, don't be sad. <laughs> you can still do it. <laughs> Kevin Savage, it's my favorite fucking thing. <laughs> New comic, young Kevin Savage. Oh, I want it so bad. <laughs> he goes on adventures and then he's like, I should have asked out Winnie. I should have asked out Winnie. <laughs> he's just real mopey about That's, it. But he, you never, we never meet Winnie. He just talks about asking yeah. her out. And then there's like the, the theme song is just like a rock version of, of uh, Help from My Friends. Yes. Right? And like he's doing all kinds of adventurous stuff, and it's like, what would you do if I sing out a tune? You stand up and walk out of me. He's in a plane. Leave me in here and I'll sing you a song and I'll try to not sing out of key. He's diving in the ocean. Fucking right, yeah. I get by with your help from my friends. In and, space. And then like that's like the end is like with a little help from my friends and he's like crossing his arms in front of his super team. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> the title super <laughs> Help him with his friends. Young Kevin Savage. Young Kevin Savage. <laughs> okay. Uh, turn to page 26. <laughs> All that for another turn page thing. Perfect, good. Um, you fall face down on a sandy beach. Uh, okay. Uh, near your head, you can hear the sound of the tide washing in and out. You pick up yourself and realize that there are no bones broken. Nope. Young Kevin Savage does it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dave, you call. Are you all right? Um, you hear a groan next to you. In the dim light, you see that Uncle Dave is cut over his eyebrow, and he seems to be dazed. Looking around, you discover that you're in an underwater cave. Thick moss grows on the walls above you. Water drips everywhere. Suddenly, your eyes are dazzled by torchlight. Standing over you is the biggest sea tortoise you've ever seen. What? Strapped to its back is a glowing torch. Sea turtle friend. Okay. Sea turtle friend and young Kevin Savage. Kevin <laughs> and and doing all day. <laughs> That's his best friend, is the sea turtle. That he yeah, yes. this is a real thing this now. This now needs to be made. Uh, you stare at the sea creature in shock. How can a tortoise speak? You think of hidden microphones, but the voice seems to belong to the creature itself. They really got a good actor for the yeah, tortoise. Yes, it's like fucking Ian McKellen. It's Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah. <laughs> Except I can do an Ian McKellen impersonation. Oh yeah, do. yeah. Willem fucking Will, it's Willem Dafoe. 
He's, he's, he's like, looking at my torch. <laughs> there was a firelight! Okay, <laughs> before you can think what to do next, the tortoise speaks again. You're in worse trouble than you can imagine, it says. But you can trust me. Oh, Climb onto my back and I will try to help you escape. Turn to page 27. What do you do? You know you can easily outrun the tortoise. I know about that tortoise and hair shit, man. Yeah, tortoise is slow as fuck. I read that story <clears throat> douchebag. Duh. I read most of that story <laughs> douchebag. It's like, you know I won in that one, right? You know, I fucking, I fucking won in that one. <laughs> Didn't you remember? <laughs> no, you're slow as fuck. I'm not dumb like the rabbit. I'm going to run real fast. <laughs> I'm not going to stop for like a fucking burger. Why would I do that? There's no burgers around here. But Uncle Dave is still dazed and you're worried about him. Should you trust the tortoise and let him help you and Uncle Dave? I mean, yeah. Clearly. Yeah, duh. The clear choice, young Kevin Savage. Is to trust that Trust tortoise. the fucking tortoise. Yeah. What's my other option? Run away? Yes. That's terrible. Why I would think, you do that? I think that? the main character of every time we read the, a book in this series now needs to be young Kevin Savage. Yes, young Kevin Savage is the He's the main character of every... Yes. He's the mascot of the show now. Yes. Clearly. Clearly. He's the best. <laughs> God damn it. He's so good. <sighs> All right, so you decide to trust the tortoise. Turn to page 22. A lot of jumping around in this book. Yeah. We're going back and forth all over the place. Just up and down and all around. Confusing book structure. I uh, yeah, so It's like I have to turn pages and choose oh, my good. adventure. It's weird. It's so complicated. It's a little, real twisty plot. <laughs> With a turtle. <laughs> turtle. Quick, says the tortoise. Climb onto my back and hold tight. Get ready for some splashing. You help Dave to climb on the tortoise's back. Then you climb on yourself. The shell is slippery. And it makes you several tries. And it takes and it you makes several you tries. Several tries. <laughs> At last you succeed by grabbing onto the torch on the turtle's back. And it's just a fucking goddamn tiki torch, like strapped to this fucking turtle. Fine. It's like they had like they thought maybe this was gonna turn into a TV show, they had a real low budget, and they're like, just make it look like a fucking like it's you know fine, whatever. It's a you know, uh limonella torch, whatever those are fucking called. The things that Salmonella torch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I have no idea. I don't have any idea. Don't Limonello torch. One of those ababibolo words. Strap, strap a tiki torch to his bag. Nobody's gonna know. No, no. Mosquito care. torch. Yes. The things that makes mosquitoes go away. Thing that make a mosquito go away. Torch. Torch. <laughs> TM. <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's a new email address. Yep. All right. Um, okay. So you grab the torch on the turtle's back. You and Dave both hold onto the torch for dear life as the tortoise slides into the water and begins to paddle. You're lucky it was I who found you, he says. Most visitors are greeted by the slaves of Dr. Lamprey, and they never leave here alive. Hmm. But where? You start to ask. Be quiet, says the tortoise. <laughs> I must concentrate on my swimming. Oh, okay. That's it's not like a nature, it's not a natural thing for me. <laughs> I have to make sure that I don't sink. I'm a fucking tortoise. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work, bro. I normally don't do this. <laughs> I know where you'll be safe, and I will take you there. You must be quiet, and you must trust me, and you must be okay with me playing the Beastie Boys the whole way. Now hold your breath, and prepare to get wet. <laughs> they write themselves. Yikes! <laughs> the end. That's it. Nah, okay. With that, the tortoise dives under the water. The torch goes out with a hiss. Water closes around your face, and you hold on to dear life as the tortoise begins to swim underwater. Just as you think you can hold your breath no longer, the tortoise breaks. Into the air. Okay. Turn to page 91. 
Wait. Wow, it's a ways off. Very far. That's almost the end of the book. Okay. You are in an underwater grotto. Half of the walls are lined with glass. Through the glass you can see exotic fish of all colors of the rainbow. Some are beautiful, some are monstrous. You realize that you are deep underwater. Turning, you notice that the room is full of dozens of glass cages. Imprisoned in these cages are human-sized creatures. You see a pirate captain. What? You see a pirate captain. Okay. This turtle's gonna be a big old... You see a pirate captain. You just see him. Uh, his beard thick and a long silver dagger between his teeth. Wow. That's racist. A little bit. Um, in another cage is a mermaid, her beautiful red hair streaming down her back as she combs it with a brush made of a fork. Made of golden shells, I made that up. Oh, okay, I was like, okay. It's, it's aerial. Gonna go for that, yeah. Uh, one glass cage is empty, and its door is wide open. Uh, with horror, you realize that the tortoise is carrying you toward it. Was that the end? No. Uh, to find out what happens next, turn to page 32. To find Fuck out what your fucking you. demise is. I'm not getting a lot of choice here. Yeah, this is just like a book at this point. Turn to page 32. This is the end of the ride. <clears throat> this is the end of the ride, says the tortoise. It leans to one side, and you and Dave slide off its back. Just step through the door. You will be safe enough here. You hesitate. Uncle Dave is now standing beside you, but you can see he's still weak. At the moment, the tortoise speaks again. Its beady eyes gleam red in the eerie, flickering light. I would advise you to do as I say, it insists. You cannot get out of here without help. We're not getting into a cage, you say. You look, behind the gr- uh, you look around the grotto. Behind the cages are stone statues of fish and exotic sea creatures. You cannot see any way out except through the pool where you came in. Come on, says Dave, his voice still weak. <laughs> Let's swim for it. <laughs> Does he just say this out loud? Yup. Okay. At that moment, you see something that freezes your blood. In one of the cages, sitting quietly, is a woman who looks exactly like Aunt Louise. Bum, bum, bum! Oh, shit. Wow, more no choices. More reading. Good. I hope you like you listening to my voice. I do. Uncle Dave! You start to say, but before you can finish, you're a large crack. You turn to see a huge, powerful man with a head as bald as an egg. He's holding a whip in his hand. Not so fast, the giant man says. No one escapes from Dr. Lamprey! <laughs> He cracks his whip again, and Uncle Dave falls to the wet, slippery rock floor. Go on, says Dave. Get out of here. I'll be right. My wife whips me all the time. <laughs> I'm into it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm into it. I'm halfway there, honestly. Hit me again. <laughs> I'm half masked. Do it. To use a nautical term. You look again at the big man with the whip and your uncle lying helpless on the floor, really, really getting into it. <laughs> He's starting to pitch a tent. His now, legs spread apart. <laughs> now you must decide what to do. Finally. Should you try and get away and maybe find help, or should you stay and help Uncle Dave? Decide quickly, because you don't have much time in this book. No. Apparently. If you decide to stay with your uncle, turn to page 14. If you decide to get away, take a deep breath and dive into the water, turn to page 92. I'm going to try and help a little, little Uncle Dave. Little Uncle Dave? Alright. I saw my little aunt. Gotta save her, too. Alright, young Kevin Spade. <laughs> Kevin Spade? 
Yeah. And Kevin Spade. Is it David Spade now? Kevin and... Spacey. Oh, okay. Yeah. David David Spacey. David Spacey, yes. Young David Spacey. Young David Spacey. Young Fred Spacey. Fred Spacey. <laughs> Young Fred Spacey. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you're more terrified than you have ever been in your life, but you can't leave Uncle Dave. You hear a hissing noise. You turn to see that the pool is suddenly boiling. I guess good thing you didn't jump yeah, into it. Yeah, I feel like I would have died instantly. Go ahead, Lamprey says. Swim away. You'll be boiled like a lobster in 30 seconds. Now I'm going... <laughs> now I'm losing patience. Will you get into my cage or must I use my whip? Will you enter the cage or will you try to fight the evil doctor? Who... Um... Could you describe him for me? Huh! Something wrong. Something's way off about this guy. Is he wearing a shirt? Okay, yes. yeah. He's wearing a shirt, but it's real tight. It looks like he's also wearing the power gauntlet from... Two of them. Yeah, Two of them. from the Marvel thing. <laughs> from the... Ah, you are From oh, the Marvel... The, give, the bodies? Give, give me your endless crystal for my, my power gauntlet for the Marvel thing. <laughs> Whatever it is. Fuck you, I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> he also looks like Paco Loco from... Sunset Riders. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, man, it's been a while since I played that game. It's top tier. God, man, man, he's so fat, though. Yeah. He's like... That's not the scientist I would have expected. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a wrestler. Well, I thought when you initially introduced him, he was like a henchman. Yeah. He was like, no one escaped from the doctor. It's like, oh, yeah, because he's just like a henchman. Right, now he's Lamprey. He is the scientist, which yeah. is bizarre. What a... What an unconventional choice. Yeah. Good job, book. Yeah, you know, really re giving representation to the... Uh, <laughs> to all the people. To the fat skinhead group. <laughs> Who would fat skinhead be... BDSM uh, uh, power gauntlet. Right, yes. <laughs> Marvel thing wearing guys. You would, you would not normally associate with scientists. Um, and he's wearing, like, fucking some kind of, like, Zorro belt. Oh, okay. That's weird, man. More power to you, man. Yeah, I mean, like, if you like Zorro. Hey, what's wrong with Zorro? Hey, Zorro's amazing. Yeah. Like, Mask of Zorro? Get that fucking Z going. Not the fucking movies. No. What? Mask of Zorro is great. Get out of here. Watch Dude, the, go, no. Watch the Mask Walt of Disney television show. That's better than Mask yes, of Zorro. Yes, go fuck is. yourself. Mask no, it is. Like, <laughs> Mask of Zorro is top fucking tier. Have you seen the sword fights in that movie? Oh, they're probably fine. I don't remember. It's that. amazing. It's so, yeah. I love that movie. Did they have Antonio Banderas? Yeah. Okay. The second one was fucking shit. They made a sequel? Yes, it's awful. Was it called Back to the Mask? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Was, was it called Back to the Mask? Did they, Featuring young did he put it on a Savage? <laughs> there was a child in it. Did he pass the torch? It's a it's a um it's like a comedy. It's like a it's like a family comedy. Okay. Yeah, and there's it's... a whole like like steampunk nitroglycerin plot at the end. Nah, pass. It's strong, weird. Strong pass. But the first movie's good. Okay. It's it's a period film about Mexico. It's right. a, it's a traditional Zorro film. Except Zorro, instead of being a Richmond. Is getting the torch passed from the Richmond Zorro to a poorman. Oh, poorman. Who's actually Mexican instead of a Spaniard. Okay. Because the original Zorro was from Spain. Right. And he's a uh, like a like a you know royalty, right? Oh, right. He's, well, he's a, he's a nobleman. I mean, he's it's just Batman of the time period. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What's so great about Mask of Zorro is it's like it's literally a, a like a Mexican folk hero who rose up from poverty and being like a criminal and actually becomes Zorro. So it's it's dope. Do they still have the deaf and dumb? Deaf and dumb? His, like, psych, his partner? What? Do you remember this? He does not have a partner. Oh, my God. Zorro has no partner. Oh, my God. And Ant Antonio Banderas and and little sprinkling of not uh, John Voight. 
What? The guy who's definitely not John Ford. Who is this? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, oh, okay. I just remembered it. That's why I said it with such confidence. Okay. He doesn't have a... Did you ever watch the show? I watched a long time ago. Okay, because he has, like, a friend Mm -hmm. who is deaf and uh, dumb, but I think he's not actually deaf, Uh but everyone thinks that he is. (laughs) Well, he can't speak. Right. But... People also think that he's deaf, so they talk around him, right? And right. he's listening in and like, yeah, that's not in the movie. Back. That's a fucking problem for me. Why? That character is so good. Are you fucking kidding? Are me? you fucking kidding? We're watching this movie at some point. Fine. I'm gonna force you to watch. I'll it. watch it, and then I'll watch the show with you because I right. love Zorro. Yeah, all right. I love that mythology. It's yeah, great. It's top tier. Yeah, I will do that. Top tier. Anyway, what was my choice? <laughs> fight him or not fight him? Go in the cage or fight him. I feel like going in the cage is a mistake. Probably. So I'm going I'm to fight. Fight. Come All right. Come on, young Kevin Savage. Don't let me down. Page 11. We want to do what you ask. You say defiantly. Confidence. Then it starts playing. What would you do if I sang out of tune? You can't have a bug and I'm Dr. Lamprey touches his belt again. Wow. Did he touch it once? his... I don't remember him touching it, but he touches his whip again, his, his belt again, and raises the whip. How dare you defy me? He shouts. His arm snakes back, and the whip closes around your uncle's leg. To your horror, you watch as Dr. Lamprey flicks his arm again, and you see your uncle plunge into the boiling water. Wow, bye, Uncle Dave Pedoman, sorry. And now for you, mutters the evil doctor. There's no muttering in that voice. No, that's pretty loud. Again, his arm snakes back. In the next instant, the whip catches you and flicks you in the pool. What? Okay. Flicks you into the pool. Into the pool. Oh my god. I thought I just stood there the whole time um, and watched it um, um, Top tier pun coming. Oh god. You are boiling mad. Uh, <laughs> oh god. But there's nothing more you can do now. Close the book quickly. Give yourself some time to cool off. Wow! <laughs> what it says? <laughs> yes! Fucking awful. I Go didn't back. Make that up. I'm going into the cage. The book was like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> you chose wrong. You died twice. That is a record. Yeah. Nobody has died twice. What? Nobody's died twice. Really? Yeah. A third one, I get to kill you in real life. Shit. It's the ring. Okay. It's fucking dot hack sign, bro. Dif- no. <laughs> stop. <laughs> you die in the book. You die in real life. In real life, you get bored to death. Dot hack sign. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into the cage and turn to page 59. Shiftish, fiftish, fifty. Shiggadish, five. You help Dave to stand up. He has to lean on you for support as you walk toward the glass cage. The evil doctor is chuckling behind you. Just as you pass Dr. Lamprey, Dave stumbles and starts to fall forward. You see him wink. You have a shiver down your spine as you remember what it means. And you know he has a plan. To touch you. <laughs> he falls heavily against Dr. Lamprey. As he does, you see a hand press the button on the evil scientist's belt. A hand. Okay. Any hand. Dave's hand. There's a whooshing noise, and the water stops boiling. And then the doctor says, Oh shit, it didn't work. I wonder if I set it to Wumbo. <laughs> Alright, um, the two men fall to the floor. Dave grabs the whip as he wrestles with Dr. Lamprey. Oh, cool water is pouring into the pool from the outside passage. Go now, Dave calls to you. Swim for your life. It's the only chance we have. 
You don't want to leave him, but you see there's no choice. You take a breath, you take a deep breath and dive into the now cool water. Turn to page 92. I'm just gonna leave my aunt behind? What a shitty Last kid. book, last, uh, next to last page here. You plunge into the cool, cool, and quickly feel the water closing over your face. As you swim, you try to remember the direction you came from. A swift current suddenly takes hold of you. When you can no longer hold your breath, you surface for air. There is no light, and you feel your hair brush hard rock as the water pushes you along. The current moves in twists and turns, and you realize that you are lost in an underwater maze beneath the island. Suddenly, a faint light appears in the distance. The current sweeps you toward it. You can surface and see that there are two passages ahead in the maze. The light is coming from the one on the right. You now see a large, dark form looming in the lighted passage. Maybe the light means there's dry land ahead, but you'll have to pass by the thing that is moving in the water to get there. Which will it be? Will you take your chances and enter the lighted passage with the dark figure? Or will you decide to go with the current? Mm, I'm going to go through the light. All right. Hopefully I don't die. Hopefully that's not the light at the end of your life. Yep, that's probably what it's going to be. It's going to be that fucking turtle. Holding your breath, you begin to swim into the lighted passage. You lift your head above the water and see that there are steep banks on both sides. Above you is a rocky ceiling, glowing with bright fluorescent colors. Suddenly, something grabs your leg and tries to drag you under. Frantically, you try to pull free, but the grip only tightens. The thing that holds you begins to tug you to the bottom. You're running out of air. Again, you try to break free. You struggle, but it grips another leg. And then your arms. Just when you think you've met your end, there's a sudden whoosh, and you feel yourself being thrown under wet sand. For a moment, all you can do is gasp for air. And you look around and realize that you're on a small beach beneath stone cliffs of an underwater cave. Honestly, it looks kind of like the other underwater cave. Yeah, I'm not saying right. It's, it's, un- yeah. it's real uninteresting. <laughs> You look for the creature that grabbed you and suddenly find yourself gazing into the clear amber eye of a giant squid. Oh, no! To find out what happens next, turn to page 28. Okay, I don't have a choice. Just go for yourself. <laughs> Bitch. I'm sorry I scared you, says the squid. I thought you wanted to play. Whoa! Are you alright? I've been alone so long in here, I've forgotten my manners. You want some chili dogs? <laughs> I'm Sonic. <laughs> Sonic the Squidhawk. You can call me Sonbot. That's what all my you. best friends call me, especially Alan. <laughs> he loves this name. You can't believe your ears. A talking squid? How did you learn to talk? You say, thinking of the real important question. <laughs> also, you already talked to a turtle. This shouldn't be that interesting. Only humans can talk. <laughs> Is that what I say? Yep. I already talked to a turtle. I know. This makes fucking Kevin Savage. Come on, man. Come on, Kevin Savage. Let's, let's Kevin Young here. Kevin Savage. <laughs> let's go. Learn your manners with the squidman. God, with the squidman. <laughs> you can't believe your ears. A talking squid? I already said that. I used to be just as human as you. Except I was a furry. <laughs> Says the squid. <laughs> I'm a hedgehog kid. Don't you know? Some chili dogs? Check out my tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast. I got a DeviantArt. <laughs> Check out my OCs. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> in fact, all the creatures here were until Dr. Lamprey got a hold of us. <laughs> we're human, not furries. These guys are squares. <laughs> Humans are cool. What did he do to you? You ask. He's an evil genius, says the squid. Very long time ago, he built a machine. 
Somehow it could take a human being's personality, switch with the personality of a sea creature. But, but that is impossible, you say. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> is, that, is that in there? Yep. You're fine. Turn to page 29. I thought so too, said the squid, till it happened to me. I used to be a fisherman. Of course. <laughs> One day, I was sitting there, drawing an OC on my new, you know, Wacom tablet, <laughs> putting it up on my DeviantArt for all my fans, and then I was shipwrecked on the island. <laughs> Dr. Lamprey found me, and he doesn't really like furries, so he put me in his machine. <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was here. That's terrible! You say shocked. Jesus. All you do is react. Yeah, I don't do anything. You've had, like, very few choices yeah, in this book. Yeah. And, like, half of them have been, like, do you sleep longer or shorter? <laughs> Who knows? Do you have insomnia? That's a choice. Maybe. Um, mm. What's worse is that he keeps the bodies of changed humans in his glass cages, says the squid. You suddenly remember the woman who looked like your Aunt Louise. Can you be changed back to a human? You ask. Dr. Lamprey Kula controls us with a special belt, says the squid. But he doesn't bother to change anyone back. When he tires of us, he freezes our molecules. That turns us into living statues. Wow, it's real complicated. <laughs> Why is this so much? You realize that you must get back to the grotto and try to rescue Dave before he's turned into a sea creature. Or worse, you tell the squid your problem. I think I can help you. It says, behind you, on the cave wall, is a map of Dr. Lamprey's underwater lab. I drew it when I first came here. <laughs> With my squid arm. I've got great art skills. You know, because it's like... With the deviant art, remember? Yeah, my deviant art. Check it out. Deviantart.com forward slash... Sonbot. Sonbot. <laughs> Sunbound, 420, please it. <laughs> I want this character to also be real. Yep. <sighs> uh, you turn to look at the wall. Scratched into it is a crudely drawn map. Turn to page 30 and study the map. You must memorize it. Well, okay. You gotta memorize this map, bro. I'm not gonna do that, so... You have to. You have to memorize this map. Memorize it. This is a confusing map. Memorize it. What? Memorize it. Okay, where am I? <clears throat> so I Squid Cave, though. probably. You're probably in Squid Cave. The Grotto, Glass Cages, Statues, Cavern of the Eel. Do I want to go to Boat Basin, or... Oh, fuck, man. This, man, is, this is confusing. Shit. Dude. I missed a real obvious Splatoon reference. Oh. You're a squid, you're a kid. 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 Sometimes you're a squid, sometimes you're a kid. <laughs> Just depends. Just depends on Dr. Lamprey's whims. Okay, uh, is the... This is bad. I'm not gonna remember this, but... There's a... There's a we can turn back to it. Yeah. There's, okay. there's a machine room. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that, that is. I always have a machine room in my cave. <laughs> Me too. After you study the map, turn back to page... Uh, turn to page 54. I'm going to keep my finger on the map. Yeah, do that. I have memorized the map, you tell the squid. Wow. I know I don't have much of a chance, but I'm going to try. There are only two ways. <clears throat> there are only two ways to overcome <laughs> Dr. Lamprey, says the squid. One is to get a belt. Fuck. <laughs> man, I'm just losing it. I'm fucking losing it, man. <laughs> One is to get a belt. <laughs> One is to get him belt. Get him belt. Belt. Get him belt. Get a very nice belt from Beer One. Yes. Because <laughs> Beer One's where they sell fucking belts. Yes. They do. From JCPenney. Yes. Oh, Pier, one, Pier One Imports? 
Is, isn't that like a furniture yeah, and some shit else store? And all. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Who knows? Get your nice belt from J.C. Finney or Belk. <laughs> Just Walmart. <it's laughs> Walmart belt is fine. He won't know. He won't tell the <laughs> The first one is to get his belt. Without it, he's powerless. How would that be done? You ask. You're just reacting. He's getting shitty. You just ask like crazy. Oh, how do I do it? Oh, my God. <laughs> my anus is bleeding. <laughs> the best way is to get to the Mediterranean magnet from the eel that guards it, says the squid. But the only way to get the magnet is to guess the eel's secret. Many people in Paris try to get the magnet. What's the other way? You ask. Good. All you have to do is get into a spin ball and hit his face. <laughs> Just three times, usually. Yeah, you know. It's cool. <laughs> Turn to page 93 and find out. Fuck you. Jesus, the pages. God damn it. <laughs> this is the only other way to defeat Lamprey, says the squid. It hands you a small bottle. This special ink, it says. It's poisonous to Dr. Lamprey. If you splash it on him, he'll be destroyed. He'll be destroyed? I excreted this myself. <laughs> oh, God, here's some more. <laughs> I sell it on Etsy. <laughs> You're getting a real deal here. Go steal a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanking the squid, you turn to go. There are only two ways to get back through the grotto. One is to go back through the maze. The other takes you to the cavern of the eel. You don't have to memorize the map at all because you know exactly where each one goes. <laughs> Which one will you choose? The one that's on the map that goes to the thing you're already being told? Or the other one you memorized on the map that goes to the other thing you've already been told? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Go into the maze. Which, fucking... No. Uh, yeah. Uh, or do you think you can outsmart the eel? Shit, I don't know. Seems like you could get another choice with the eel. Yeah. If I like, could... the maze you could drown in. Uh, yeah. Or the get... eel, it's like, oh, well, fucking, maybe he'll electrocute me, but if I have to solve a secret, at least I get a riddle of the Sphinx adventure out of sure, it. Sure, let's do the, let's do the eel. Young Kevin Seven solving riddles of the Sphinx, but it's an eel. Yeah. Totally the same. With a little help from my friends. <laughs> Parachute out of a plane. <laughs> I parachute out of a plane with a little help from my friends. I go on adventures with a little help from my friends. I think about Winnie <laughs> by myself. Should have asked around on a date, but I didn't. What a mistake. You step through the opening into the cavern of the eel. Suspended from the ceiling, stalactites glow in every color of the rainbow. In the center of the room, a huge snake-like creature is coiled. Its body is covered with dozens of gold rings. Each set around with precious jewels. You think that those, squid those would probably chaos want... emeralds? <laughs> you walk up to the eel and you say, "Give me that damn fourth chaos emerald." <laughs> and then you ride off on your motorcycle with your sniper rifle. My shadow is on fucking point. Yeah, it's pretty good. Come on, come on. That game's terrible. But... Yeah, best game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I hate that game. It's great. I don't want people to think that I hate no, that. I love that game. It's really bad. I mean, let them, you know, hear all the pedophile jokes we've been doing. That's fine. Those don't think fine. I like Shadow of the Hedgehog. No, no, that's too far. Okay. Each set with precious jewels. Surrounding it is a halo of blue light. Wow. This is a Sonic it's thing. It's just Sonic. And you realize that it must be the electric eel. No dick. Jesus. The eel begins to uncoil, then it speaks in a crackling voice. Oh, god damn it. My voice is already hurting from being Sonic shit. Even though you kind of sound like this already, his crackling voice is going to be another Sonic. Thing. That's fine. Um. <laughs> Whoa, did he laugh? Did he just laugh? Halt! It says, <laughs> Stay in your business! I'm 
looking for the Mediterranean magnet, you say, trying to keep your voice from shaking. <laughs> does, does it laugh? Is no, it, I'm just, oh, I'm just doing an impression of, okay. of, uh, of the chicken boy. Chicken boy? You know the bad nick chicken boy? <laughs> the chicken boy? I do not know what That's his is. real name. He was in that Sonic cartoon. It was Sonic versus oh. Chicken Boy and, and uh, Chicken Boy and Drill Hands. The Robo Chicken thing and <laughs> yeah. Drill Hands. Yes, yeah, I remember Ch- those Chicken things. Boy and Drill Hands. Yeah, yep, those were their names. I think I'd rather not do another yeah. rough voice. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do Grounder instead. Sorry, Drill Hands. <laughs> uh, of of Sonic versus Chicken Boy and Drill Hands. <laughs> Love that Fine. cartoon. Yes, top tier. Many travelers before you have tried to get this magnet, laughs the eel. But no one has ever guessed my secret. If you could guess correctly, I'll give you a Chaos Emerald. <laughs> no, you're going to give me that damn fourth Chaos Emerald. My voice drops tremendously. Yeah. The eel pauses then continues. How many, how many rings do I have on my body? That's the fucking riddle. That's the riddle? Can you count to four? <laughs> Don't tell me. I'll give you chaos, Emerald. You study the eel, frowning. There seems to be about ten rings for each foot of the eel's length. The part of the eel you can see is at least six feet long, but the rest of his body is coiled away. Make a guess now. Give me the best estimate you can. Your next choice is a math problem. What? And the book is now saying, go fuck yourself, child. Yep, yeah, wow. So, math problem. Um, there are ten rings for each foot of the eel's length. Okay. And from what you can see, the part of it that you can see is about six feet long. Okay, so it's 60 rings. Sure. But but there's more than that. So, if you guess there's 100 rings or fewer, turn to page 58. If you guess that there's more than 100 rings, turn to page 72. How much... Does it just say I can see about you six You can see feet? about six feet. It looks like his body's about six feet long, but a lot of his body is coiled away. The rest of his body is coiled away. Okay, I'm going to guess more than 100 rings. All right, here we go. Hopefully he doesn't fucking shock me to death. And then I get pissed because I drop all my weapons. Yes. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking the worst part of that b- game. Breath of the Wild hot takes. <laughs> game is still great, but. No, it's amazing. I hate getting shocked by Yeah, that. it's fucking terrible. Yeah. You should get the rubber suit. I got that shit. You got the gimp suit, man? I got the, got the gimp pants. I don't have the rest Just of it. Just the gimp pants? Is there a full outfit? Oh, yeah. I don't have that shit I have a whole mask. Don't they talk about like a r- rubber as like it's some mystical item that's no yeah. longer made? It's so good. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. <clears throat> uh, there have to be more than 100 rings there, you estimate. You tell the eel your guess. As its coils begin to shake, the rings clank together with a sound like bells. At first, you're afraid that you have failed, but when you realize the eel is laughing, you start to calm down. Well done, it says, <laughs> when it gets its breath. Uh-huh. No one has ever outguessed me before. Well, I was getting tired of guarding the magnet. With quick movement, it flips a ring off its tail. Set into the ring is a glowing blue gem. The magnet's power is centered in the gem, says the eel. Now slip the ring on your arm and guard it well. This is not a very big eel. I no. was imagining like a giant Yeah, me eel. too. Apparently this is just like a regular ass. It's like a Mario sixty four eel is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. man, that yeah, apparently that not. scared the shit uh, out yep, of me. It's the worst. This is just like a cute ass eel. Yeah, he's like, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm, I'm your eel friend. I'm like a regular eel, son. I look kind of just tired of my job. What's <laughs> on your arm or whatever? Here we go. Here. Okay. When the time comes, you must get close enough to Dr. Lamprey to touch the buckle on his belt with the magnet. When you do, the belt will automatically unlock. Thank you. You say, 
You review the map in your head and then walk back to the cavern. Below is a long rock slide leading through a waterfall. Holding your breath, you sit and begin the long slide down. To see what awaits you at the bottom, turn to page 63. Man, I really feel like we're twisting a plot here. Yeah, 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 yeah. My plots are getting real twisted. My plots have been twisted the whole time. Yeah? That's a cool thing to have. Yep, okay. Cool cool issue. Mm -hmm. At the end of the rock slide, you stand up and shake yourself dry, like a dog. (laughs) Which is what you are. (laughs) You've changed into a dog. You've changed into a dog. Lambert wins. Young Kevin Savage, dog man. The dog! (laughs) That's the movie. Yeah. As you turn into it, you like switch bodies with a dog. It's Freaky Friday with a dog. It's the Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen, but with Young Kevin Savage. That would happen in the 90s. That would be the movie. It was a real thing. Yep. Okay. You look around and realize that you're back in the grotto. The same glass cages are there, and the same weird stone statues. In the nearest cage is a familiar face. It's Aunt Louise. She has a blank stare on her face. Her mind must be somewhere in the body of a sea creature. Then you see something that fills you with horror. In the next cave is Uncle Dave. When he sees you, his lips move, but you can't hear him through the glass. You breathe a sigh of relief. He hasn't been turned into a sea creature yet. Uncle Dave now raps gently on the glass and points. You turn and look to see that Dr. Lamprey is stretched out on a cot behind you, fast asleep. He's got a fucking cot down there. Why, yeah, why not? Does he hang out down there? We're weird. I guess. This is weird, man. Yeah. This guy doesn't have a life. No, just waits for people to crash. Do you have crash. a room? Do you have, like, a... On this map, is there, like, a, like... He's got a machine room. Any sleep room? Maybe. Any, any Dr. Lamprey goes to sleep room? in the machine room? I don't need to... Maybe he sleeps in there. You may never know. Yeah. Probably not going to visit that room. Okay. Um, this is your perfect chance to get rid of Dr. Lamprey, but he's much bigger than you. Maybe it would be safer to let Dave out of the cage first. Quick, make a decision. If you decide to attack Dr. Lamprey, turn to page 68. If you decided to free Dave first, turn to page 55. Now, keep in mind, you do have uh, some... Uh, some... Uh, <laughs> Sonic squid cum. Oh yeah. To throw. I have the poison. No, it's, it's ink. It's it, ink. Right, but it's you have the ink to throw on Doctor Lamprey, <clears throat> which will kill him. Yeah, I don't know why I would need to let Dave out. That doesn't make any sense. Right, you can let Dave out later. Right. And if he's asleep, I'll just click the magnet next to his dick and pop the belt off. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. You have two tools with yeah. which to dispatch him. We got. We got. This. What I would do is I would sneak up. I'm going to pour that shit in his mouth. Yeah, well, hopefully it gives me And I've watched the back of his head melt out. Right. Like the middle of a cheese pizza melting through and going down into the bottom of an oven. Wow. Except it's man meat. <laughs> wow. That was from the book. Oh, okay. No, not yeah. at all. Hopefully it gives me that option. So, uh, I hope you have nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you get a chance to get his belt. You take the ring off your arm and bring it closer to him. Just as you're about to touch the buckle. Damn it, he's going to wake up. Dr. Lamprey's eyes snap open. He's quick for such a big man, and he rolls out of the way. Now he stands menacingly, hand poised over his belt. Oh man, which Robotnik should I do? I'm going to do the Robotnik from the anime. Welcome back to my grotto! He laughs. You left in such a hurry that I didn't have time to welcome you properly. But now you will be my guest forever! Is this the one voiced by Long John Baldry? Uh, I don't know. It was okay. in the anim- It was in the anime um, OVA. Oh, okay. It was like the thirty-minute. Not the cartoon. It was the cartoon, yeah. Oh, okay. It's anime. But well, it was Japan. Japan. Okay, I'm talking about the, the American cartoon series. New. No. I think that one's voiced no. by Long John Baldry. Yeah, it's the one where he's like, um, uh, man, he's the same guy who voiced uh, uh, Pete in uh, Goof Troop. What? Yeah. 
That's not Long John Baldry. I don't know who Long okay. John Baldry is. Then. The guy that voiced Pete is uh, Jim Cummings. Yes, Jim Cummings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the cartoon. That's great. And then there's another voice in the cartoon, which probably is Long That's John probably Baldry. You're probably thinking yeah. of the uh, the like Looney Tunes style one. Probably where he has like right. a long pink. No. Yeah, that's yeah. Him. Okay. Snooping as usual. Yeah. Eh? It's like a big joke, basically. Yeah. yeah. Pingers. Pingers. That's saying pingers. That's pingers. a. That is an old YouTube poop meme. Good. Some deep cuts here yes. tonight. This is deep lore. Okay. So. Jesus Christ. Um, that voice is real hard to do. Yeah. What should you do now? You still have the poison ink, but what's the best way to use it? It's your last and only hope. If you want to stall Dr. Lamprey until you figure out a way to use the ink, turn to page 79. If you decide to use the ink right now, turn to page 77. How the fuck would I use it right now? Why the fuck wouldn't you? No, so how would I use it now? Like splash it on his fucking face. Is that what's going to happen? Or am I going to like, fucking st- fuck it, let's try that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I don't, I don't like, you stumble forward and break the glass everywhere, and then you kill yourself with the ink because you're dumb. You're dummy. We didn't have to memorize the map at all. No, why would it say to do that? It's Jesus. so pointless. Desperation makes you bold. Don't move, you say in a commanding tone. Surprised, Dr. Lamprey stops and stares at you. Now you pull out the bottle of poison ink that the squid gave you. If you touch the belt, I'll throw this at you. You dry your arm back, ready to throw. Dr. Lamprey's eyes widen in horror. Where did you get that? He demands. Never mind, you say. You are very pleased at how well your plan is working. It's not going to work well in a minute. Oh, boy. Pride before the fall. Yep. Um, which I don't know. It's just telling us to turn to another page yeah. so to, give you a, to give you a hint. At the end of this page, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> you are about to demand that Dr. Lamprey open Dave's cage when he suddenly touches one of the buttons on his belt. There's a puff of smoke and he's gone. You look around, but it's too late. You've won this round, says Lamprey's fading voice. But you'll never get out alive from my hyper metal Sonic. My Sonic bot. Sun, sun bot. bot. He's coming. You'll never get away from my Sun bot. My Sun bot. He's, he's my son. He's my actual child. He's my baby. He's my child. I birthed him myself. I put in my DNA. His little mustache. It's pretty great. You realize that you must move quickly now. You put the ink back in your pocket and hurry over to Dave's cage. You twist the handle and the door swings open easily. Turn to page 47. Jeez, fuck. What a boring-ass story. Oh, it's so short. It's such yeah. a small book. I'm so surprised. Dr. Lamprey is gone for the moment, but you know from now on you are in terrible danger. Quickly, you tell Dave where you have been and explain everything you've learned. You explain what has happened to Aunt Louise. I knew she was still alive, he says sadly. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the way he said it. But now her mind is in the body of a sea creature. If we can find Dr. Lamprey's machine, we may be able to bring her back, you say. Oh, let's go to the machine room. You open the door to Aunt Louisa's cage. The woman inside makes a strange... Make a strange squeaking <laughs> noise. Makes a strange squeaking noises. Makes strange squeaking noises. There we go. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> she sounds just like a dolphin. We're here to help you, Louise, says Dave. He picks her up. She slithers in his arms, then relaxes. She seems to trust him. Now you think back to the map. Through the door ahead should be the machine room. Stealthily, you and Dave enter. Wait, no reason to memorize that. The room is filled with scientific equipment. Lots of beakers and such smoking about. In the center of the room is a large machine. Long electrodes lead from it to a metal cap. Ah. Sorry. You get the metal cap, and it starts playing. Do, 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 do,
Yeah, please do. You that. know what I was doing. Yeah, it was middle middle Mario. Like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good rendition. Yeah, I like that. Uh, set in the control panel is a glowing blue gem that looks like the Mediterranean magnet. Next to the gem are two switches. One is long and one is short. Uncle Dave sets Aunt Louise down on the table. She smiles and makes more squeaking noises. <laughs> Good. Dave's like, nah, this is normal, dude. <laughs> this, is, this is like a sex thing between I think us. she's pretty much regular. We can just go. <laughs> you sense that she remembers the machine. Now quickly, you and Dave place the cap with the electrodes over her head. Nervously, you approach the panel. You touch the magnet to the blue gem. The magnet hums to life, and the lights on the panel start blinking. Then you pull one of the switches. Just at random. Okay. No, no, you get a choice here. Ugh. Pull the long switch. <laughs> turn to page 10. Pull the short switch. Turn to page 80. Well, how do I know? Who the fuck knows? Oh, Nobody knows. Oh, my God. Uh, I guess pull the long one? You pull the long switch. There's a brilliant flash of blue light. The lights in the room dim and come back on. On the table, Aunt Louise sits up, looking puzzled. Where, where am I? <laughs> she mutters. I don't know what that Fine. is. I'm just making it up. Louise, it's me, Dave says Uncle Dave. Louise snaps out of her hazy state and suddenly recognizes you and Dave. A bright smile lights up her face and tears of joy begin to fill her eyes. And after that I see the other of you two again. <laughs> it's fucking goddamn like uh, Bob Dylan or something. Oh, where have you guys been? <laughs> she cries, hugging the two of you. I should have known you'd be going to save me. <laughs> suddenly Louise looks bewildered again. I had the strangest dream, she says. I was living under the ocean, and I was putting a big machine. I added that part. It's nice rhymed. Um, it's all right, Dave tells her. He's slowly turning into Batman. Yeah. He helps her off the table. I'll explain everything later, but for now, we've got to get out of here quickly. You close your eyes and remember the map again. Fuck this mechanic. <laughs> there, there are two ways out, you say. One of them is straight ahead. According to the map, it goes to the beach. Yeller is the way up those stairs to the boat basin. Oh, yeah. boat basin. I like boat basins, man. Talk your choices over with Uncle Dave and Aunt Louise and prepare to make your escape. So you actually have to have a conversation with them, but it's not in the book. So I say we just make one up. Okay. You, you be young Kevin Savage. <laughs> hey, uh, do you guys want to get on a boat or go to the beach? I don't know. A boat sounds nice, but I don't want to be a tool of sin advice. What? What happened to you? This isn't Aunt Louise, I remember. Oh, it's okay. She's just, uh, she's going through her face. Oh, okay. She's like singing and doing songs. I'm, I'm humoring her. <laughs> she's not very good. Yeah, you should, you should have a talk with her about that. Yeah, she listened to one Bob Dylan DVD, and it's just... She listened to a DVD? Yeah, you know, it's like one of those, uh, one of those musical concert DVDs. Oh, okay. He has a bunch of those. It was the one where he's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Listen to that, and, uh, now she just can't stop doing it, and, um... It's kind of weird, honestly. Yeah, it's a little weird. I liked it better. You want to put her back in the dolphin thing? Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. We're cool. going to make her a dolphin. I'm going to pull the shorts. What are you going to say about my life? Nothing. Are you making me a dolphin to cause me strife? Oh, my God. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I choose a boat basin, please. Uh, say it in character. Uh, excuse me. I don't know what happened to my voice. It's really weird. It sounded normal for a second. Must have gone through puberty briefly. Let's go to the boat basin. The boat basin. Next up, 
Young Kevin Savage goes through puberty. It's gonna be a wild ride, kids! <laughs> this is hard. Hey, Winnie, why, how do you like me now? Ugh. Honestly, I don't know what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a little confusing for me as well. <laughs> Alright, we're going to the boat base in there. Let's huh? go to the boat base in. Alright. God damn, there's more. Holy shit. You figure that the boat basin is your safest bet. Leading upward toward the basin are ancient-looking stone steps covered with seaweed and slime. Soon, you hear the sound of the surf, and suddenly you break into the open air. Ahead of you is the boat basin. There are ships and boats of all kinds there. A yacht, a rowboat, a submarine, uh, and even a canoe. Why would you choose the canoe? There's also a cabin cruiser that looks very much like the Louise. The uh, Dave's boat. Oh, oh, right. From the beginning. Forgot it's it been that. a while. Yes, it's been. It's been like an hour, hour and a half. half. Yeah. Uh, the keys are in the cruiser, says Dave. But it might make too much noise. Maybe we ought to take the rowboat instead. The three of you talk it over. Which boat will you use to make your escape? So, young Kevin Savage. Um. Fuck the rowboat. <laughs> Let's take your cool thing. I don't know. Robot might be better. It's real quiet. Yeah, but that's gonna... Make a case for it. Robot's gonna take a really long time, and we can get drowned real easy. But robots are more authentic and don't pollute. Uh, it's better for you'll see commute. Oh my god, you're really good at this. I know. That's <laughs> kind of embarrassing, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Uh, no, let's take the boat. Let's take the boat with the keys, and it goes fast. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't get hurt. Just get heard. Ah. I'm like, don't get heard. heard. Next time. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin learns Savage. English. <laughs> learns English. Can't speak real good. I think you need a tutor. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Okay, Jesus. Alright, so we take the cruiser. Page 56. It's just like, are we dead at this point? or? I don't know, man. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much in here. It's really long. God damn, this is like the longest book. Yeah. Because we hit the part that you're supposed you're, you're doing right. the things you're supposed to do. Yeah, so now it's There's like, a lot of dead ends in this book, it seems like, and one like real story. Yeah. I feel like we've found the real story. Yeah, and it's just too much. Yeah, it's very long. Uh, the cruiser's engine jumps to life, and soon Lost Island is just a speck in the distance. You can't even see the reruns. <sighs> I can't believe we escaped so easily! <laughs> Would you like to go and make some diesel? <laughs> it's like, how are you going to get out of this? To fuel the boat. Right, of course. Don't you see? We can make it out of the Earth's pee. That's diesel. Fuck. No more. I lost it. I lost it. This. I had it for a while. It's gone. You said easily and it was like, it's too much. Nothing rhymes with that. Yeah. What makes you think you did? Oh, shit, I knew Says that a fucker deep, was gonna be here. booming voice that seems to come from thin air. At the moment, the cruiser begins to shake and the motor starts sputtering. The boat stops dead in the water. The cabinet opens and out steps Dr. Lamprey. Out of your cabinet. He's just there. He's in a cabinet. I guess he can stop the whole boat? I guess. Fine. You, you reach for the Mediterranean magnet, but you find you can't move. Dr. Lamprey is pressing one of the buttons on his belt. You've given me more trouble than I expected, he says to the three of you. But you're in my power now. I'm not going to waste any more time with you. You'll all become sea creatures starting with you. 
He points at you, and then he presses another button on his belt. It's really anticlimactic. He's like... I just mimed something for a podcast. Yeah, yep, everyone saw that. Kill me. (laughs) Turn to the next page! Oh, I'm still alive? I thought that would be the end. Not yet. The power of Dr. Lamprey's belt throws you overboard. The water closes over your face. You begin to move your fins. Oh, now I'm dead, okay. Your fins? Turned you begin into, to move your fins? I guess I've turned into a thing. Yeah, I guess. You look up at the cruiser and see that Dave is struggling with Dr. Lamprey. You're the only mildly interested in the outcome of the fight because suddenly you're very, very hungry. Hungrier than you've ever been. You're hungry as a shark. In fact, you are a shark. There's a sudden splash and you're more interested now. Seems that Dr. Lamprey's fallen overboard. How handy, you think, and just in time for dinner. You swim over to where the evil scientist is struggling, trying to climb back into the boat. You don't realize until you've after you <clears throat> you don't realize until you have eaten Doctor Lamprey that you also ate his belt, and it was your only chance to turn back into a human. For a few minutes, you feel sad. You will soon miss Uncle Dave and Aunt Louise, but soon your mind turns to more important matters, like where you're going to find your next meal. So when you bite into the boat, you bite into another boat later, and and the guy in the boat goes. We're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, and I just become Jaws. And it's Jaws. Right. Okay. This is, this is Jaws. Yeah. Prequel to Jaws. The end. The end. Uh, you died three times, yep. kind of. I guess I'll have you to... You survived this one, though. This one? Yeah, I, technically I'm not dead. You're so. a shark. You yeah, I'm just a die. shark now. So, yeah. I mean, you get to be in a blockbuster film. We'll take it. You get blown up later. Yeah. But that's... That's long. That's after. It's a separate story, right. so... So I won't kill you until we watch Jaws together someday. Right. Then I'll have to die. And after you've forgotten about this. Right. Right. We're gonna be jaws, sitting together. Like, We're gonna be sitting together. Me. The jaws is gonna blow up, and I'm gonna look over at you. My my head's just gonna turn real slowly, like on a pivot, just like. I'm gonna be like, what are you, what are you doing? Hey, buddy. <laughs> and I'll go, oh no! <laughs> and then I get shot several times. Yeah, and, you're and dead. then you go to jail. Yeah, yeah. That was the goal of this show. But it will be worth it because the joke is so good. Yes. Yes. Uh, long, long, long con. con. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>